0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Larry Bluestein Danny G, taking you up until 10 o'clock this evening. Thanks so much for joining us on our New Year's show. Um, big doings this Thursday up at Camping World Stadium. Uh, Florida State and Oklahoma getting together in the Cheez-It Bowl. Um Could be. I mean, you know, you talk about the Florida State and and Oklahoma. I remember when they played down in the Orange Bowl uh, for what looked like the national title game. Certainly, FSU has rebounded in a major way uh, with a tremendous recruiting class. Uh, They're not finished as well, but uh, they go into the bowl uh, with a lot of optimism. Uh, Joining us live from Orlando. Uh, from New Knowles two four seven as he does throughout the year is Chris Knee. Chris, thanks so much for taking the time. Happy New Year to you and your family. You there? Yep, I'm here. Thank you, Blue. Nope. How are okay. you tonight? I got you. I thought you maybe uh we're in the bathroom over at the new uh beautiful Where are they no, got no. you staying?
1: We're yeah, at the Rosen, I think it's the Rosen Inn, might be the Rosen Plaza. It's one of the Rosen properties okay. here down on International okay. Drive.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's a great event city and they do uh, extremely well. And I think it's going to be a, a well-attended game, certainly being in the central Florida area, uh, a huge hub for FSU fans. Um, you're, you're coming off a, a really, really good season. We talked to you a couple of times, saw you at the Miami FSU game. Uh and then comes uh, National Signing Day, and just like everybody predicted, FSU came away with some really good football talent. They came away with a five-star on Hakeem Williams uh, from Strandhan. And the good news is not only did they come away from uh, from South Florida with him, but Conrad Hussey, who was yep. a Penn State commit, uh, Lamont Green, who probably was the first uh, commit in the entire uh, class because his dad being a legacy. And then Edwin Joseph, somebody that a lot of people don't really know a lot about, but a big-time talent. Uh, talk about uh, being able to get it back into South Florida and doing well. I mean,
1: I, I think it's huge for them. Hakeem's a great piece, and what FSU loves to do with their wide receivers, I think he's going to excel. Hussey's a guy who I think will be a two-deep safety for them next year. It's a position where they're losing some really good talent and needed guys. Edwin Joseph, as you know, a very good athlete, a young man who's going to be a very good football player as he kind of figures out the position for his long-term future. And that's going to be very nice. But no, they did a really good job down there. They won some nice head-to-head battles with other teams from around the country. With Hussey, it was Penn State, obviously, with Joseph, Louisville, Miami, some others in there. Hakeem was a guy who they had to fend off some very big NIL-type programs for down the stretch. So I thought it was pretty impressive on their part. And I think it's a good statement for where they're going and the way high school players are starting to think about FSU once
0: again. You know, we talked earlier and, and we talked about like getting some uh, big guys up front. They did that with Lucas Simmons, a uh, kid Andre Otto from Key West, who uh, mm-hmm. I know that he was the only player they really had, and everybody went, <laughs> waited for Key West to come up to the you know to, to the South Florida area and not having to go down there. But they got marquee kids that a lot of people may not have heard much about. The Quindarius Jones kid out of out of uh, Mississippi that a lot of people had talked about early on. The Darren Lawrence uh, guy that we had an opportunity to watch plenty of times at Sanford Seminole. You take a look at this class, and I mean, you look at the, the Vontrivius Jacobs, who started out as a quarterback and then became one of the, I think, the number one rated wide receivers statistically in the state. And then, uh, you know, some really, really good talent. Who do you look at and say, there's a couple of kids on this team that a lot of people may not have seen, but they're going to be beasts?
1: So they signed 17 from the high school in Juco ranks and seven from the transfer portal. I think anybody that follows FSU or pays attention to them understands that FSU has done a very effective job of winning in the portal. I think they did that again this time around. They got two tight ends who I expect to contribute at a high level next year. Kyle Morlock being one of them, Jaheim Bell from South Carolina being the other. They got some O linemen, some D linemen. It's always good to get ready made football players from the portal. From the high school ranks, I think they landed their number one quarterback target, their number one linebacker target, Blake Nicholson from out west, number one receiver target, and Hakeem Williams, number one O line target, and Lucas Simmons. When you're hitting on guys that you value so greatly and have so high on the board, That's pretty important. Another name I would mention, Keith Sampson, K.J. Sampson, defensive tackle from New Bern, North Carolina. He's a young man that they loved immensely. They think very highly of. Odell Higgins usually doesn't miss on a kid that he invests that much time into. I think that Sampson's another example of that for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, so you got a pretty good mix of players, uh, you know, coming in and and certainly a lot of talent as you said portal kids that are going to be really really good and I mean, a lot of size. And and, and that's what they went for. Do you think that this co- this this coaching staff now kind of gets it as far as what it what it needs because I heard, you know, that's all I heard the last couple of years from fans, oh, they're not going to recruit well, they're but I think they dispelled that.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, at the end of the day, recruiting is about talent acquisition. FSU acquired 24 players, including seven transfer portal kids who can help them e- immediately. So that's sort of one of those things where I think they'll be able to turn a corner and do something going forward because of those kind of guys. Beyond them with the high school kids, we've talked about Hussey. we talked about Hakeem Williams. we talked about some others. I think their view with high school prospects is changing I think with Portal Kids, it's a business business decision. With high school kids, it's more about what have you done lately. FSU winning nine games, potentially 10 if they beat Oklahoma in this ball game. I think that's changed the viewpoint for them with high school kids, and we're going to see better returns for them in that game. Plus, as you know, recruiting is such a relationship business. FSU kind of began behind the eight ball with Mike Norvell because of COVID. In that regard, they had to play some catch-up. I think they have caught up. So I think the returns are going to be better.
0: This coaching staff obviously uh, now have have felt their way throughout an entire season, got some really good feedback, played a tremendously tough schedule but came through with flying colors. How does everybody kind of greet the coaching staff now? Because we all knew since the first time we met uh, Coach Norvell that he was going to – I didn't. I thought he was going to be really special because I followed him in the past – um, but what about the rest of the staff? Uh, I think that they all proved this year, not just as recruiters, but, uh, as on field coaches that, uh, they indeed are, were right choices.
1: Well, I mean, every coaching staff in the world is graded on what have you done for me lately. So <laughs> that kind of flies by night, but I think a guy like Alex Atkins, for example, the offensive line coach, offensive coordinator, I think people understand he's a rising star. He's a guy that's going to have a very, very bright future. Adam Fuller is an interesting case. He's a defensive coordinator. He's got a lot of people who are skeptical on. FSU fielded a top 15 statistical defense this past season. I think people understand if you give him good players, he's going to put them in a position to succeed. So I think a lot of those opinions have changed as FSU's improved their roster and returns have been better.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Chris Knee covers FSU extremely well. He's in Orlando. He'll have that game for you. plays on Thursday night at 5.30. Uh, Let everybody know how they can follow you. They'll follow you along in the game for all your tweets and all your information after how they follow you.
1: It's Knowles247.com. It's also Knowles247 on Twitter, and mine is C-N-E-E 24-7. So nice and easy for folks.
0: Yes, it is. Chris, thanks so much. Happy New Year. Have a good time in Orlando, and we'll uh, catch up with you soon.
1: Thank you, Blue. Take it easy, buddy.
0: Good good stuff. Chris Need does it as good as anybody. I mean, he knows uh, everybody on FSU, on and off the field, inside and out, and uh, outstanding young guy, too. I'll tell you, he works extremely hard. That's going to wrap up our number one. Do not go away. We have four outstanding guests